0: Hello, welcome to Redmen News, it's Monday the 4th of November, I am Ross Chanley, joined by Ben Kelly for this one. Uh, Apologies for being slightly later than usual, Uh, just a very, very busy morning, Uh, it won't happen again, Um, probably will. Uh, As you all noticed, we are back by Athletic once again, you should know this by now, but I'm going to tell you anyway, Uh, as a lovely viewer of Redmen News, you can get yourself 50% off your yearly subscription, which is about £2.50 a month, and you can have a 30-day free trial to Athletic, just go to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News. Loads of good writers, you know about this by now again, James Pierce, Cy Hughes, Rafa Honigstein, Dave Ornstein. Loads going on, loads of in depth stuff, some really good reads, uh, and a bit different. No ads, no pop ups. Um, it's well worth your time. Uh, first article, Ben is from The Athletic. House, it is, as, as always. Mm. Um, <laughs> Liverpool practice improbable comebacks in training. Um, and that's why they're so good at them. That, that tightly enough just, just blew me yeah. mad. Uh, and that's why they're so good at them. And Pep knows it. This, this is from Cy Hughes. Um, I, I, again, we had this discussion on the final word, which will be out on, on YouTube uh, in in a short while, of, of Liverpool's mentality, uh, just before a clubs, you your opinion on, on, on Liverpool at the weekend and, and kind of not giving up. We had a discussion of, I, I wasn't resigned to the fact, but as it edges close towards the end of the game, you kind of go, this is the one where we draw, this is the one where we lose. But Liverpool players continue not to have that in them. Yeah,
1: we've talked about it so many times on so many different shows recently, like the mentality of this squad and... You know, the, the, the way Klopp is, is clearly engineering his training sessions and what have you, you know, it, I think he's probably, look, he's, he's, he's rightly regarded as one of the best managers in the world. He's probably actually under, underrated, like, how he, how he manages to get so much out of this squad. You know, when you think about the actual way his system works and, like, it sounds dapper, like the science behind it, like, there'll be so much that, that we just haven't got a clue. Like, there'll be so many keywords and phrases that are said on the pitch and stuff like that. And obviously the way that they're doing this... You know the, the the way that they're engineering situations and training to try and mimic high pressure situations in games is is is, is somewhat of a, just a genius approach to to trying to get a mentality in there, and it's clearly working because we're doing. So many of the right things and getting so many late goals in games.
0: Uh, and one of those players that carries that mentality uh, and is shown time and time again, including this weekend uh, of not giving up, is Sedio Mane. So, just a couple of quotes from him uh, from the weekend. He said, Our mentality was fantastic. Sedio Mane announced with a sort of confidence that assured there wasn't any room for discussion around the matter. He had assisted Liverpool's 87th minute equaliser with a gorgeous cross, then headed the winner seven minutes later. At 1 0 down, we kept relieving. He added, we, ke- uh, we missed chances, but we tried, tried and tried again. And I absolutely love this. And uh, something that, that happened at half-time, and I think it, it's a fine line between arrogance and confidence, isn't it, Ben? I, I'm always confident that Liverpool will continue to create chances. And it's frustrating mm-hmm. the fact that we miss a lot of them or yeah. uh, there's hard lines. I think some of Salah Manning's passing, uh, Aston Villa wasn't wasn't on, you know, particularly yeah. towards Sally, We kept making runs. But like, you know, we've been through times in Liverpool teams where, you know, i said this loads. We had like Ricky Lambert and Balotelli and Aspas and yeah. we don't create those chances. Whereas this team will create you know, enough chances that
1: eventually you're going to take one. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the or way it is. two in this case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, look, the, the, the passing you know, from Mane you know, was off at times at the weekend, but he gets that ball to Robertson absolutely spot on. It's an absolutely world class delivery, and it's a really good run from Robertson as well to get there late, and and you know it's a powerful header, obviously. Mane, there'd been a similar situation early on in the game where I think it might have been Trent who played it for Mane who, who yeah. heads it and, it, and he makes a really good save. So we clearly spotted that that cross ball field was on, uh, that cross field ball right rather, yeah. rather was on, um, and, and, and Mane's Mane's the one who does that. But and it's again these type of situations that, that, that Hughes is talking about here is because we're we're being trained not to panic in those situations and, and force things. You know, there's, there was there was periods under Jurgen Klopp where it always feel it used to feel like you know in 16 17 17 18 where we really were trying to force situations. Now we've got the confidence in ourselves that we know it's going to come naturally and those chances are going to are, are going to crop up even late in games. It's, it, the key thing is not panicking.
0: It's not just the mentality; it's the physicality of like obviously as I'm saying like you know if your body's tired, your mind goes with it. Yeah. Liverpool don't have that, and I think they bank on that. The fact that you know whatever the training regime at Liverpool do, the people that they have in the backroom staff of you know physically preparing them and mentally preparing them for these games as you just said there don't go into the diamonds and give up because I think they use that to their advantage not just for themselves but knowing that opposition players might do yeah. that because I think when it went to 1-1 that was obviously a sucker punch for Aston Villa, yeah. whereas Liverpool just go on and, and carry yeah. on and, and, and dominate. Um, next story, which I'm sure you're all here for, is some hot Adam Lallana chat. Um, Adam Alana <sighs> emerging like emerging as a target for clubs in China and MLS as Liverpool contracts expire this summer. Um, obviously the title is uh, contract latest for Adam Lallana, just go on to say further down. Uh, Adam Lallana is emerging as a target for clubs in China and MLS as we just mentioned. Um, Lallana's current deal expires at the end of the season, and Liverpool are ready to discuss an extension with Klopp and Marion for his leadership qualities and ability to play him in a number of positions. And I think that, that that end bit there is is kind of key for me. I think there's a lot of preconceptions about Adam Lallana. He's not the player that he was three, four years ago. I don't think we should expect him to be. But he kind of showed uh, he's not Fabinho. But, but he just, yeah, uh, no, get, definitely to get yeah. that out there. But having this, the squad depth and being able to go and bring someone in, uh, of his experience, of his quality. Is is important for Liverpool to stage and show we'll progress again to where we we won't need him, um, which I, I think will this will come some debate in, in in the comments below. Obviously, let us know your thoughts on would you give him an extension or not, or would you just go out and replace him? Um, but I, I this is an interesting bit for me, the leadership qualities. Same for Milner. The, yeah, yeah, I think I think
1: the fact that he is. That Lallana is seen as one of those guys in the squad, despite not being more on the periphery of the of the team. You know, even more so than Milner, you'd argue on a consistent basis. The fact that Klopp still sees him as a leader in the dressing room is is actually quite comforting. I think you know the, the fact that we've got these types of players who you know. Adam Lallana clearly understands his role at Liverpool right now, and he's happy with it. And he's happy to keep going and keep leading the younger players forward. and And I think you know when you get to the games like Arsenal last week and um, you know other cup games that we're going to go into over the course of the season, Lallana's going to be an important player, and he might be the same next season as well.
0: Yeah, and it's also a good point actually of trying to if you're thinking about replacing Adam Lallana to bring somebody in to convince them that they're ultimately going to be yeah. Behind that, and you don't have those leadership qualities come, to come in with it. Uh, again, let us know, Adam Lana, your thoughts on him and, and your thoughts on the performance at the weekend as well. I don't think he was he was too bad, but I think comparing to Fabiños used, you know, against him at times, and I don't think we should we should be do, we should be doing that really. Um, Adam Lana continued uh, on late goals and Liverpool's sixth sense. Adam Lana sees Liverpool's habit of salvaging points from improbable situations as something akin to a sixth sense, mm-hmm. something we discussed earlier on. Uh, Spanish he said. We knew at half time we got one goal; it was going to count. We got it late, but we still had time. It doesn't surprise me that we got a second goal. We made eleven changes, but as a squad, you still gain momentum just from being there. Even the lads who didn't play, we took that. And even though we went at our best in the first half, it helps towards a never say die attitude. We just got the momentum, and teams worry when it's late again something that we we touched on earlier on. And I think when you're saying Klopp's kind of underrated, it's that half time thing. Again, I'm, I'm kind of always confident of like. I don't think we were terrible in the first half, but we weren't great either. No. But you trust Klopp and his staff, and obviously has loads of analysts now to go in our time and, and find assess time. what's wrong.
1: Yeah. yeah, and assess what's going to go right and assess where there's room for opportunity in the game. You know, they'll have known that, that they'll have gotten at half time and they'll have known exactly where our opportunities will come from. And maybe maybe that cross ball to the back post was one of those things that was spotted and, and was targeted by the, by the lads. But, you know, look, these are the, these are the type of games where, you know, these the, that one that zero becoming a one becoming a three will make so much difference come the end of the season and obviously those those stories there about you know that six sense and you, it won't be the last one this season no
0: it's not the first no. you know and, and and we're just
1: really good at doing it
0: I mean I prefer it if you did it a lot earlier on yes <laughs> no, yeah, I think yeah. it's good for our mental health think of age about three years mm. um second to last story um. <laughs> So just a bit, this is bit, an interesting one. It's Interesting, yeah. Weird. weird. Uh, Jason McIntyre, former Liverpool player, is his Reds to sign final piece in the jigsaw in Chelsea start and Goro Kante? I'd take him. I mean? yeah. I'd take him. I think he's a brilliant player. I just don't, I don't know where this is coming from. So anyway, ex-Liverpool uh, man Jason McAteer, says the Reds should sign uh, looking to sign Chelsea's world-class midfielder and goal of in the near future to complete Jürgen Klopp's jigsaw. The Reds have a number of midfield options, though Kante will no doubt improve the quality of Klopp's disposal in that area of the pitch. McAteer told the racing post, of all people, uh, Kante is definitely one of the final pieces in Jürgen Klopp's jigsaw. The role of holding midfielders developed in modern times and Liverpool boasts one of the best in the business in Fabinho. He just gets it, gives it and doesn't do anything flamboyant. His awareness of danger is fantastic and he and N'Golo, N'Golo, Kante Chelsea are two of the best players in the Premier League at playing that role. It feels
1: like he contradicted himself there. He's going, well, he's the, he's the final piece of the jigsaw but he's also got a piece that fits into the jigsaw really, really well. I don't understand what what exactly he's trying to say there. Why do we need both? Like, Kante's a great player but... Fabinho at the moment, you know why? Why would you? Unless you're going to play a two, a double pivot, you know. But even then, it's two incredibly defensive midfielders to be playing in a four-two-three-one. It just doesn't seem to make sense. I don't think to say he's to say he's a missing piece of the jigsaw is quite an overstatement yeah. for me. If you said. Kante's a great addition to the squad. Yeah, 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 Fair play, Jason. That implies there's a gap in that centre-holding
0: midfield yeah. role and there just isn't. Maybe he maybe he watched the game the past two games where Fabinho hasn't played and gone on. Maybe. Yeah, they need a goal. Yeah, they need a DM <laughs> yeah. then. They, they not already, is he? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Uh, would, you have Cal- uh, would you have in goal Kante? Uh, Do Liverpool need him? And if so, would you play him with Fabinho? But, uh, maybe you can make a, a case to say that you could play Kante, Fabinho, Chamberlain? What what is it play, play what so whote well, yeah, but, Kante, pretty but Kante
1: Kante was well not criticized, sorry, Sari was criticized last season for not playing Kante in the defensive role because he just was nowhere near effective when he played him a little bit further forward. He played a four, three, three last season, so I just don't see you know I just don't see a world where Kante fits into our squad he's a great player, but.
0: Uh, yeah, we don't need it's fine. Uh, final story, Pep Guardiola confirms Manchester City star could miss the crucial Premier League title clash against Liverpool.
1: This could, is bullshit.
0: Could, could, <laughs> could being the imperative word in this. Uh, Manchester City coach Pep Guardiola has revealed David Silva could miss some of these showdown at Anfield. Um, ben, you've already called bullshit on this story, why have you done that? Because but it I've is. Not even, I've not even read it yet. Like, so, so the
1: quotes are right, so let's just go through. He, he talks about a, a little muscular problem. And what he does, I didn't speak with the doctor, but when he has a muscular problem and he cannot play more minutes, it's because he has something. When it's a muscular problem, it's always a minimum of 10 to 12 days. Whoa, 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 whoa! Where's he from? He's from Spain. (laughs) Where's that Spanish? That was Spanish. Let me know, that was Spanish, that was all right. (laughs) Where do you think, where was that then? You
0: sound like, I don't know. Yeah, that that was
1: more Spanish than any other accent. Anyway. Minimum of to 10 to 12 days, that's like the most convenient time because, oh, well, if he's out for 10 to 12 days, he'll definitely miss the game. But funnily enough, that isn't how it works.
0: It's almost enough time to go to Barcelona. and uh, Yeah, and have a little bit of um, injecting,
1: injecting. 10 to 12 days is so, like, it's so obviously just a, a time frame that, okay, initially rules him out the game, but... It's just so obvious. And I don't understand why Pep Guardiola does this because mind game it, it, we've had this before. But it's not mind games because Jurgen Klopp is going to read this story and do the exact same as us this morning. It's not going to affect his preparation. It's not like we're going to play a different midfield based on whether or not David Silver is or isn't playing. No. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Jurgen Klopp will set up this game exactly the same
0: way. It's just. It's just, it's just daft. It's just. Did you see his comments when he got asked about um, Liverpool? Was it after yesterday's game? Was it Saturday's game? Yeah,
1: the diving. Yeah, yeah well, we're going to discuss that on Around the League because he's it, it's, it's just... He was asked about Liverpool, but he wasn't asked about Sadio Mane and his diving, nah. and he just brought that up. He hadn't, it. he hadn't
0: watched the game, but he did say sometimes yeah. we dive, so uh, rent-free on that one. Um, that's all the stories for today. Tom, have you got some comments ready for us?
2: Yeah, uh, just going to kick it off with a super chat. Uh, ben Pryor says, I loved the last Around the League show, Ben. It was
1: class. Thanks. There you go.
2: Um, there's going to be another round league out tomorrow.
1: Oh, it's going to be a belter as well. It's what are we talking be- about today? We've got VAR, obviously. Again, um, we've got um, a little bit of a talk about uh, the cup last week. So, uh, you put me on the spot. Uh, Leicester, Leicester, City, Manchester Leicester, Man United. Um, Everton, and Tottenham, um, obviously there was a, a, a few incidents in that game that we, we were going to discuss. So yeah, just, just get over to the website and, and, and have a little
0: listen. It's a good show because we do try and take red tinted glasses off and have a look yeah. around at like what's going on. But also it lasts about five minutes and uh, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. Tom?
2: Um, yeah obviously loads on Adam Lalana. so Cali up north says Adam is creeping back into this squad and we're starting to see glimpses of his capability keep him as a squad player um, and then City says Lalana should be given the contract he's a good player not enough to break into the first team but a good option from the bench to unlock a defence um, and then on the other side Steven Nadasson says sell Adam because he deserves more playing time that he's going to get here sorry to say as much as I love him he's a Class player, and then Joey Muddy finally says, "I'd let Lalana leave at the end of his contract with a Premier League medal. The squad will have moved on to another level by then." Makes room in the squad
0: for the likes
1: of Curtis or Gruwich when he's back. Yeah, that's see, a good I, shout Gruwich is one I always forget about, but he's doing quite well in Germany.
0: Yeah, no, I quite like the positivity around Lalana because I think there's a sense of him and several other players that just get get written off, and it's nice to see some some appreciation for him. Again, like we mentioned before, and one of those comments said, "You know, the, the squad moves on for him." I think mm-hmm. we're in a position now where. We can use him like we have been doing, yeah, and and appreciate the fact that we know he's a squad player and having that that depth that we haven't had for like three four years and being sound with it. And again, when it comes to the summer, you know, there's other people. I think it also depends on what happens with James Milner. I know Jim Milner doesn't play that six role, but if he went to go for Leeds United, then you, you've lost you've lost one player. Yeah. There. Can you afford to lose two in that yeah. midfield? And again, who's available to bring in? But what what yourself? What do you do with Alvaro Um I I think it's difficult. I think you, you kind
1: of maybe just give it a little bit more time until January because obviously that is the point where he can begin to negotiate if he wants to move. Um, I I I think I think I like the shout about bringing younger players too, and maybe that that would be a reason for you know beginning to move players like Llorana on. And obviously was another one as well. We'll be have to be, start to have that conversation about. Um, but, you know, the likes of Gruyć, Gruyć is playing really well in Germany. Curtis Jones came on and, and changed the game against Arsenal. We've got good players there who, who really now should be looking to get into the first team and Adam Milan might be one of those players that has to make way for that.
0: OK, one more time. He um, wasn't ready for that. One spot. No. Do you want Ben to do a Spanish accent while you're to uh, figure one out?
2: Yeah, there's, there's one on the Cante. let me just find it. I think someone, someone just said Kante uh, can take and play as an attacker. Obviously, I know he's, he's more effective as a six, but he could play as that number eight role, like like how Genie plays it.
0: Yeah, that's what, that's what I kind of get in that. Yeah. I mean, but a luxurious position to be in if you've got Fabinho Kante I, yeah. in, in midfield. I just don't, just don't but, see. He's going to
1: cost so much money in goal, Kante. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've had the conversations on the umbu in the final words there about centre backs and, you know, when, when Matic doesn't play the the, the the next sort of. Person in line for that centre back role alongside Van Dyke is is up in the air right now. If I was going to make signings in the summer, and in, 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 you know they'd be definitely at the front of the pitch where we need a little bit more cover, but also at the back as well. I think the midfield we've got so many options in there. I don't think we need somebody like Kante at all.
0: And there we go. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, don't forget, you can get your. 30-day free trial and yearly, okay. uh, 50% of yearly subscription from The Athletic. Just go to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Red News. We'll be back tomorrow at half 12, not quarters to one. Um, loads of build-up on the website coming out and on YouTube as well. We've done the final word. It'll be out shortly. We've also done the build-up. Chris is starting 11 will also be out soon. So go and check all that out. Get yourself in the mood for tomorrow night's game. And we'll see you tomorrow. Ta-ra. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?